Hey, Redeemed Church, it's Kurt and Liz here for Redeemed Church's weekly podcast. We're so glad to be back this week. Yeah, and I'm so excited. This is um, this is like, the, uh, Marty says this a lot, but this is like the highlight of my week is getting to just chat like this. And and we talk a lot about like church as a whole, but like church as life groups, you know, sometimes yeah. that's like as much church, just getting around the table and talking. So honestly, anytime you're talking about the Lord and scripture and what God's doing in your life, it feels a little bit like yeah. church. I know. And, and I'm excited about this. I, I, we were talking about this earlier, but, um, God put on your heart podcasting, I don't know, two, three, four, I guess two, we've been in this pandemic for two years. So before that, so now going on for about four. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes God puts something in your heart that you, you did a little bit and then like, but it's really for the greater corporate body. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, Lord just said, like, put it on my heart. Like, Hey, maybe you should start a podcast. I didn't even really know what it was. And I figured out all I needed was a mic. So I got a mic and just little old me in, in my room, in my house, just practice. I did not <laughs> share the links with anybody. Well, I shared them on SoundCloud, but I didn't tell anybody. It was I think SoundCloud. I found them by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> you know that she also has a blog that we found that she oh won't tell anybody gosh, about. She just blew up my I'm spot. Not I'm not that. telling okay. you the link. For I that, won't tell you but... what it is. <laughs> But yes, God has also uh, put on my heart to write. And um, you know what? Really, it's just communicating what the Lord has done in my yes. life. So yes. writing, yes. podcasting, yes. speaking, teaching, whatever. And so. the goal of this podcast is simply like what we're trying to do is in this 2022, trying to do church differently, like really just try to connect vision with the body yeah. um, and just kind of say, this is not just a teaching of the word, but like, where are we going together? Yep. Yep. Okay. So today's episode is going to be a little bit about Pastor Kurt. We realized um, anytime we have someone new on the show, we want, and maybe you guys are partly, you guys are a new audience to us. We want to introduce um, each other. And, and, and so we realized we, maybe we haven't told your, your story and how you came to this assignment. Yeah. It's, so. been, it's been a, it's been a wild one. Yeah. Okay. So um, Kurt had a job before. Before he was on yes, the I was Kurt. employed. So yes, <laughs> well, this is a job too. But what did you do? Before? Well, well, I grew up in, in in a small town in Indiana and kind of grew up in church life uh, in uh, like kind of middle of nowhere Indiana. And uh, and when I was in college, I helped was uh, was kind of one of the founding members of this this uh, organization that basically cared about global poverty yeah. um, around the world. And so when I was done with college. I had studied biblical biblical studies. I had interned at a church, thought yeah. I was going down the pastor route. Yeah. And World Vision said, you know what? Move out here to the West Coast and uh, come work with us for a little bit. So I did that for, man, 13 years working for World Vision. Wow, I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah, it, it, it's, the, it's the largest Christian uh, poverty alleviation company or organization in the world. And so it was an amazing experience. I did that for a number of years and uh, worked my way into basically working in church marketing and then yeah. senior church advisor advising some of the larger churches in America. Um, and then felt like uh, in the middle of all that, we were, Meg and I were going to a, a church and uh, we felt called to Lakewood and yeah. we were going to a church outside of Lakewood and we were, we live in Lakewood, we're Lakewood people um, and, uh, and found what was Life Center South and the Redeem and yeah. started going there. I think we started going there like the same time, yeah. you and John. Yeah. Um, and so we were going when it was first, Clover Park, and then we became Redeem and moved to Mount T. And and in the middle of that, uh, took another job working as uh, basically the executive director of global marketing for Alpha Course, mm-hmm. which is an evangelism course yep. out of London. So I was living in Lakewood, taking calls at 5 a.m. in the morning to managing people all around the world traveling from Malaysia. Yeah, traveling Tell at us. least once or twice a month internationally and, uh, and went going to London once a month 
basically to work. And, uh, and so, in the middle of that, because we're going to talk about corporate worship and how God calls you to things yes. in the middle of that, in that setting, in not that always, setting. but that's one of your, that's part of your testimony. Yeah. And I think, I think it's a part of a lot of people's testimony. Yeah. And I think it's one of the yeah. things that's dangerous about where we're at now, where church is, is, is optional. And yeah. it, and this isn't like a guilt trip thing. This is not a, everyone has to come all the time, but like there is opportunity for the spirit to move in us corporately and individually in, in yeah. settings. And so I was in central London. I was at Holy Trinity Brompton, which is kind of the church I go to when I'm there. And, uh, uh, I, a mentor of mine always said, whenever you're at a church, that's not your church. Go up for prayer. Whenever mm, they do the front prayer one. thing, like yeah. just go because you have, nobody knows you like the spirit can speak in a unique way in that way. And, yeah. and, uh, and so I went up and a guy was praying for me, nothing hit. Um, it was like one of those prayers where it was like, it was nice, but you know, it's like yeah. nothing really hit at the end. It was so graceful. And it's, it's what we're trying to set up here at redeemed church. He got done. He looked me in the eyes and he said, I feel, uh, he actually said, do you have somebody to discern things with? And I said, mm -hmm. yeah, I do. And he said, I really want you to discern this. And he said, I felt like the Lord said that you were supposed to go help your home church. Wow. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't know what that means. Right. I actually didn't even think much of it because right. I was like, oh. at the time, at the time, everything was fine. Right. And then if you know the story of Redeem, there's just been a couple transitions. Uh, we were, uh, what Pastor Dave was leading and then uh, he stepped down as well. And so in this, you now fast forward two years two and a half years from that, that calling, yeah. I volunteered for nine, 10 months helping the church. Cause I just felt like that was the call and, uh, it's coming to fruition now. Yeah. And so the prophetic word that God's setting my heart up for in a corporate, uh, setting that I was not expecting or asking for, but the right. Lord is basically saying, Hey, here in central London, I'm going to start preparing you for what's going to happen in Lakewood, Washington. Yeah. And, uh, and so now here I am, pastoring and um helping with a couple other organizations but uh it's only god and yeah. then and, and then in the light of it like us as a church like they, he's just been revealing stuff to us in corporate worship and it, it's been yeah. exciting so yeah i want to say um i if you guys can relate to this at all like getting a call from the lord it's never like oh got the call from the lord and i can see exactly how it's going to come to fruition or come to pass yes. there's a part of it where god is really expecting you to act and move and believe in faith yes just kind of like the whole podcast thing partly was on my heart was to interview people in our community and at the yes. time there was a uh, our church body what have to deal with covid yeah and we were a much larger church body so i sent out all these interview packets like questionnaires to like 30 different people because we had this enormous pool yeah. to work yeah. from and then all of a sudden you know our church split and many people left and many of the people i asked you know were got were, were no longer there and so it just felt like lord why did you did I hear you wrong? And no, it didn't. But it's just the Lord also knew I needed time to grow yes. and things. And so for you, just like, you know, getting the call to be a pastor, well, there already was a pastor. Yeah, yeah. There, when the Lord said to go help your church out, you're like, for what? Yeah, sure. Like, how can I add value and help to something that's that's really working well? Yeah. And now here you are. And um, and so, okay, so how has this been? It's been a, not quite a year. but Yeah. It's the gonna, work we've done in this last year probably feels like two or three. <laughs> it's been incredible. It's been incredible from the time that we met as a transition team. And, yeah. and literally for those that, you know, we said this on stage, literally coming together and talking, are we going to keep doing this thing? Right. The elders kind of tasked us with that. 
to uh, the elders asking me to to take over and 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 lead. And when I say lead, I I think of I've, I'll always say this, but just uh, basically leaders. Um, we can think of one person having this anointing or one person right. taking this leadership, but that's not how the Lord works. He basically has, has said, "Hey, Kurt, will you put everyone who has spiritual gifts?" and callings on their life together and figure out how I can how how to put it all together through all the gifts and talents to restoring all things back to him. That's that's like our, our right. mission and our call. And uh and there's been a couple of things that we know that are core values to to redeem. Being yeah. in Lakewood yeah. has been a core yeah. value for redeem. Uh being a spirit-led church that is open to the spirit and what the Lord is doing to for us or doing through us individually and as a corporate body right. and right. Uh, and positioning that and teaching people how this is going to look in the future. You know, it's massive what's going on. Like there's, there's fundamental shifts, shifts happening. We talk right. about this a lot. Like this isn't a new season of the church. This is a new era of the right. church. And so we are post-Christian. Yeah. We're, yeah, we are in the context that we are in yeah. Pierce County whether we like it or not. And I know that there's now, there's a lot of discussion within this of, you know, okay, we are in a post-Christian society. Yeah. The truth is, is that where we're going as a country, if you talk to my buddies in England, yeah. it's going to be like that everywhere, right? right? I mean, there's going to be pockets within it, but a post-Christian culture that whenever you have post-Christian, you're heading to what's called pre-Christian. Mm -hmm. And what pre-Christian is, is that post-Christian is basically people have church experiences they heard the gospel and they've just chosen not to follow it pre-christian now is all those people that aren't practicing right. it are having kids and right. they're not they don't have their you know like some of us had their grandma dragging us by yeah. the ear going to church and hearing the gospel what you did. but now it's like yeah. i don't even i don't even pre-christian be like i don't even know what this jesus stuff is right and so we're not there yet but it's an exciting time and uh it's like an exciting calling for us um, all, all my friends and uh, a lot of my friends pastor in, in London and in, in, in England, and they will say it is so exciting and don't miss the opportunity. And we talk a lot, a lot about that as a church. Like as we talk about corporate worship, like Saturday has been hard. Saturday meeting nights, on Saturday. Meeting Saturday. Yeah. Nights, and we're yeah. meeting Saturday nights and we're trying to do some stuff and we're trying to get in this new building and there's challenges within that. And, and but God is on the move, but don't miss the opportunity of building. Does that make sense? And like, don't miss the opportunity that like when things aren't completely figured out, that's where you see the Lord moving. And right. I say this over and over again to our leadership team and everyone that's listening. This will be a sweet time where we will literally look back yeah. on and say, remember those days. Yeah. And and my, my hope is that 300, 400 people would be coming and experience the Lord, that they'd be going out in missionaries and that they would be inviting people into this life of Christ. Yeah. But in the meantime, as we build, there's exciting things and there's miracles. That Can are I make an analogy? Yeah. Right. So if y'all are parents, you know that when you have kiddos, it baby age one, two, three, those years are super, yes. super tough. They are beautiful. They're like, like, what is the, what is the phrase? They, the years are, uh, go by fast, but the days are slow. Yes. Something along those yes. lines. And now that my kids are basically six, seven and eight, Jojo's almost six and Savannah's almost seven. I'm looking back at baby pictures and when they're toddlers and stuff, I'm like, where, Oh, I want that time back. Like, but oh, I'm remembering how hard it was, but yes. I want that time back. But yes. then I'm like, Oh, thank you, Lord, where I am now. So I have a feeling, you know, even though it's kind of hard now, um, 
it, we have these pockets of just really beautiful times, sweet times, especially in worship, which we're going to talk about again. We've alluded to corporate worship and yeah. stuff. We're going to look back at these times in a few years and just be like, wow. That, yes. I mean, can we have that back yes, a little bit, yes, you know? Yes. Um, so anyway, we, um, we have been doing a series on worship. We have done about four weeks and we are headed into the book of Romans, which is super exciting. Um, that'll be a little bit, that'll be a longer series yeah. if you know the book of Romans. Um, but today we're going to be talking a bit more about um, worship and how there is something special, unique, uh, you, that you really can't get in a different setting about cor- coming together for corporate worship. Yes. Okay. So this is not like you mentioned earlier, not like a guilt trip that if you aren't coming to worship corporately, but what if you knew the benefits of coming together with others that you were going to receive something from the Lord or experience something from the Lord that you just could not receive on your own? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, what have we, what have we seen, do you think in our church on Saturday nights, those of us who have come together and worshiped together? It's been it's been interesting because our prayer has always been this simple prayer that we we say there's kind of two things that we always pray in the prayer we pray yeah. from five five o'clock to five forty five before service about I don't know it can be anywhere from six to twelve of us yeah and we always pray this this simple prayer or at least I always pray one Christ you are the center of this church yep. like we declare that over and over again and and that's just so important for us to to remember and then we say this simple prayer come Holy Spirit. Right. And when we say come Holy Spirit, what happens is, is that we, 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 it's not that the Lord's not in the, in the workings anyway, but it's, it, we pray for everyone's heart to be prepared to receive. Yeah. And what's been really interesting is that, you know, uh, I, I will say this a uh, little shout out, uh, our, our worship team yeah. is incredible for, for a smaller church. Like, they are, they are talented, yeah. um, sk- skilled musicians. Yeah. I mean, beautiful voices, but okay. There's a lot of, there's a lot of places that aren't necessarily packed with talent and the, the spirit still comes It's yes. because of their hearts. And that's what, and that's what we've been, that's what has been amazing about them is that yeah. they've said, Hey, all we do up here is worship and we lead people into worship. Yeah. And so we, we start with saying Christ is at the center Come Holy Spirit, right. and then the worship team is worshiping. And what our our heart is is that um, that God would move in a unique way. And one of the things yeah. that we've been doing that's been really interesting in worship is that we've been opening up times where we ask the the Holy Spirit to come and speak into individuals' lives. Yeah. yeah. And actually reveal stuff to them. Right. It's been kind of a weird one, you know. Do you do the come up for prayer? Do you not do right. with COVID? And 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 we played it safe in that. Yeah. So instead we say, hey, come Holy Spirit. And there's been there's been three or four services in the last I don't know six months where you the uh, I can always kind of I always feel like the Spirit is speaking to us, but where you can tell corporately that something's going on. Right. Does that make sense? Right. And and I'll share this one story that there was a young man that uh, there was one service where, you know, it was, uh, Eddie was supposed to be preaching. I, don't, I didn't even know if he preached that day. We just stayed in worship the whole time, which right. was incredible. And there was one man, uh, gentleman that was there that was clear that he needed prayer. And what's interesting is that the Holy Spirit spoke to three different people. Wow. And so uh, one of the people stood up and went over and prayed for him. And the other two, they were like, oh, I'm supposed to be sitting here and praying for that person right. in a powerful way. And and so what what we've been asking for from the Lord is that, he would meet us in a season of uh, uncertainty, 
and uh, lack of clarity for some of us in a place yeah. where we need vision. And we've been asking the Lord that in corporate worship, yeah. when we come together, will you honor that? And will you come and, and speak into our lives? And, and I hope that that's yeah. been true. Meg and I were talking about that. My wife and I were talking about that of like how uh, she, you know, uh, just be completely transparent. This yeah. not the worship team, but um, I, I felt like worship was great this week. I, but I, I, it was kind of a, a time for me where I wasn't hearing from the Lord. And Meg was like, she came home. I came home after Saturday night and she said, worship was so powerful tonight. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that is what the Lord wants to do. I, I wasn't yeah. not hearing. I just, I was just at a time of just praising and singing and, and, she was getting downloaded all, yeah. all night. Okay, Eddie preached this last weekend, and one of the things he, one of the verses he brought up is that when you come together and worship, there are these things that happen, right? You have a hymn that's sung. There's a lesson. There's a prophecy, and there's an interpretation. Is there one other component in that verse? I'm not. No, that was calling. it. Okay, that was it. Okay, so as I'm, I'm thinking through that verse, and I'm like, okay, thinking about our experiences. Typically, a church service is going to have a, a message, right? And we're going to be yep. singing. And the whole prophecy and interpretation thing is definitely something we're going to be going into in a series later this year called the Super Series. Um, but I was actually it's funny that you said that you weren't necessarily feeling a certain thing. Um, one thing we like to do in our church services is after we sing, kind of come up in a transition period. And if, if this Holy Spirit saying to, yeah. to um, something to some of us that are speaking on stage, I really felt that you did have a word from the Lord. And I did feel that you had a word from the Lord at the concluding prayer. Yes. And yeah. so I was thinking back to the verse, like, there it is. Mm. That is, and, and it could be in, not necessarily a prophecy, but a word of knowledge, a sense of what you needed to say that you don't plan, but you feel from the Holy Spirit. And so the reason I'm saying this, and maybe some of you who um, are trying to like uh, think through what we're saying here, it's not always going to be sensational. No, no. And that is maybe partly what we're learning that when we ask the Holy Spirit to come, I... I will be honest and say that sometimes, um, most of the time, I'm really hoping for a sensational experience. Uh, I don't know, get get the, get, get teary eyed or get goosebumps or, or just feel an overwhelming sense of something. But that's not the only way the Lord moves and speaks no. and talks. No. And so, sometimes it is. Um, the Holy Spirit is absolutely there, but yes. He's just speaking in a different way. There's a different vibe. Yes. I remember a couple months ago, um, the experience I felt like the Lord provided is we were really all arrested in His presence. We were, yes, we were that's singing, a great way it. Yeah. and the 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 music kept going, but the singers stopped, and we all basically had our heads down, and I felt like the Lord's blanket was just upon all of us, yes. and we were resting in peace. Yes. And I could tell in that moment that that was a move Yes, because no one else is trying to, to get out of it. We're not trying to control the situation. Yes. We were waiting on the Lord. And so I guess that would be a sensational experience. But for, for me listening last uh, the other day on Saturday night, I felt that the Lord was faithful to provide yes. what happens when you yes. come together in corporate worship. Yes. I believe he did give you a word to say that shepherded us all and guided us all and gave us something to think about. Yes. So, well, and, and the, and the, and the crazy, word, right? the, yeah. And the word quite frankly was, was, was very simple. I, this is a season of people dealing with a lot 
and, and I feel like in the body, outside of our body, there's broken families, broken relationships, broken uh, jobs that are just uh, people are having a hard time with, uh, lack of vision that's happening. Yeah. And we were singing the song, you know, all the earth will shout your yeah. praise. Yeah. Our hearts. And, and the great yeah. is our Lord. And, um, um, and, and really that, that simple uh, cry of our heart of remembering, and that's why I think worship is so important. I was just actually reading in First uh, Chronicles sixteen, oh, okay. David's Psalm of Thanks, and yes. uh, I was saying, I was saying, man, what are the things that that really like it was? It was a prophetic word, but it, re- it was really just me just wanting to shout and give thanks and call on his name for all the things that weren't happening in our body. Does that make sense? Like just the things that people have been struggling with for weeks or months or years and just reminding them like a B vitamin shot that like the Lord is, is, is in control that he's great. And that ultimately the end game, as we head into the last days, the end game is that all the earth will shout his praise. It doesn't seem like it. Maybe you have that neighbor that like is giving you a hard time. Maybe your boss is giving you a hard time. Maybe your, 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 your kid is, is on a wayward kind of path and you're not exactly sure where it ends up, but all the earth will shout his praise. And so it's just one of those things where we, 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 in corporate worship, it gives us the opportunity to remember, and this is what Eddie was so good at this week, yeah. remember that who the Lord is. Yeah. Does that make sense? And Jason was so great about that from his drop five. Right. It reminds us of who the Lord is. And that's where I feel like he has been speaking so much in our in our services. You know, um, we talk a lot about this and, and you know, there, there's, there's this wave in worship music. And I know we're talking a lot about worship music because it's not only about music, but there's a right. wave where... Um, you know, I, I studied this in college, but the hymns um, and some of the ways that we set up the old uh, sanctuaries, like right. the cross up high, yep. eyes up, looking at it. And the hymns were uh, about God and what God was doing and who God is and the attributes and the character of God. Um, as we move into 2022, sometimes our worship can be me, me, me. Look yeah. at what God's doing for me. Look at what God's doing. Even the use of moving away from we to I and me yeah. within lyrics yeah. is very fascinating. And so corporate worship and yeah. what we've been trying to do at Redeem is to remember that it's all about what God has done yeah. and who he is yes. and what he's going to do. And then sometimes that's for we. Because yes. when God laid, like when God's kind of kind of come in um, and moved in powerful ways in the last months, we talked about this, oftentimes it's for other people. Oh, Does that 100%. make sense? Like yeah. it's, 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 I'm supposed to go pray for this person yeah. or I got this word for this person or I were like, that, that's really, the Lord's reminds us and there's personal yeah. edification that happens within worship, but corporately. And, and if you're in a dry season, yeah. I'm telling you, corporate worship is the way to go because yes. it, it really does remind you of who he is. And yes. then there, it gives opportunity for people to speak into your life. Absolutely. I mean, I definitely have a, a transformational um, moment when um, I, I'm not going to go into it all today, but um, I, I was in a position, a place in my life where I needed breakthrough and help. And I had come to the end mm-hmm. of my rope in terms of like what I could do. How can, I can't fix it any longer. And it was through a corporate worship experience. And, and then a, a lady had a, a word for me and prayed for me. And I left feeling, um, uh, with, I had left feeling like, had yeah. some direction and some freedom. Um, I don't think we, I can go without saying this example that Eddie brought up 
about worship because in the context of the Old Testament, they weren't necessarily meeting right in churches and having the experience yeah. that we're doing today. But what the Lord calls corporate worship, this story is, is, is amazing. It's the story of Abraham and Isaac. And Abraham has been told by the Lord to go and sacrifice his one and only son, right? Yep. And they go up together. He says in this verse, look, my son and I, we are going to go up to worship. Worship, that would be corporate in a sense, yeah. the two of them t coming together, right? You're not worshiping by yourself. They were going up to to obey the Lord, to yes. sacrifice. And that is what the Lord calls worship. And what stuck out to me is that when uh, we have to go against culture and we have to... Um, uh, follow what the Lord is telling us in scripture and in our hearts. And we have to basically say, okay, we are metaphorically going up the mountain to make this sacrifice because it's going to be hard to do. God will meet you there and he provides. Yes. So there's something about coming together in a worship experience. Okay. It is cross-cultural to go to church. That's, that's just what it is. Yeah. People don't go to church um, as often. I mean, if you've grown up in that and you're in it, then then maybe it, it, it totally matches yeah. your cultural setting, I guess. But in general, you're more peculiar by going to church. And so- Well, I, even within the Christian space, you can be peculiar to go to church, church now. Right. And, and I, I have my thoughts on that. Um, yeah. I won't share them too much, but you know, I, I think- there is value in meaning together still. Yes. And I, I know that there's we can internet options. something that we might not receive otherwise. Yes. Yes. I agree. Yeah. I agree 100%. <laughs> That's what we're, I think I don't, I feel like I'm trying to sell something here, but I think there's so much beauty in worshiping together and um, you're growing with one another and you're feeling unified and um, you, it's amazing to be used by the Lord, perhaps to get, um, an impression to go and pray for someone yes, uh, or someone to come and pray for you. Um, so I, we, we desire for our worship experience to grow in numbers. I will say that I do. Sure. I want people, more people to come and, um, and, and experience the yes. worship to yes. worship together. Yes. It, it feels, um, like look at us. We're God's army in a way. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. But it also, it also gives us, you know, I will say this about the worship service, the sweetest time of a worship service for me, just so you know, yeah. is oh, after. I know you're going to say the prayer. Well, no, oh. no, no, the prayer. I mean, just like the fellowship. we, we always start a little bit late. That's just yeah. how we roll. Yeah. And just, you almost feel guilty stopping it to sing songs because it says here, um, and, yeah. and for, in first Chronicles 16, it says, remember the wonders that he has done, his miracles and the judgments that uh, that he pronounced. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's a time of where people are sharing. Just your weak, your hard things, your amazing things. And like that is edification. Like look at how God's moving in people's lives. Does that make sense? Yeah. So everyone's coming together and they're talking before. And then afterwards, people just hang out and talk afterwards. Right. And there's something to that that's powerful within the gathering. So yes. when we talk about uh, singing songs, that's one thing. When we talk about uh, listening to the word, that's one one thing. When we talk about um, prophecies and interpretations and taking communion and yeah. whatever those things that we that we do as a body, but man, there is power in just looking each other in the eyes yeah. and making sure that you're all right. I mean, th yeah. that was another. <laughs> um, lot, just this last Saturday, and, and this isn't anything that I, but you could tell. Um, th I didn't even think this was the Lord. This is just like, you know, you go up and you say, hey, how are you doing? Yeah. And you could tell right away one of my friends mm -hmm. was not okay. Mm -hmm. You know, well, we're going to have coffee. You know, it wasn't one of those things that we dealt with on Saturday. But yeah. you 
you can hide behind text. Yeah. You can hide behind phone calls. Yeah. You can hide behind even Zooms. That's good. Um, yeah. But man, when you look somebody in the eyes, you can't hide behind that. And no. part of that's part of that just calling people out, but like coming together and gathering. It um, sensitizes. It makes your heart sensitive to I don't know receiving. Yes. And you've already you've already let a wall down, I guess, by coming. If you're not in a place where you feel like, oh, I really don't want to come. Well, you've yeah. Already let the wall down by yeah. coming, and the Lord is like, I feel like the Lord is just like, okay, I'm. I see, I see the sacrifice yeah. that you've made to come or, and what you're saying about your friend, maybe. Um, and, and, and one of the things is, is that we're trying, we're, we're in a great season for redeem for that too, yeah. where we get to, we get to connect with people. Yeah. Um, and uh, part of it is there, the, there is a culture where you can sneak in and sneak out of worship and not even have people. And, I, and yeah. I'm making the case that gathering yeah. and coming together, when you look at it in the, the new Testament sense of the world yeah. word, part of it was, I mean, they were eating together. Well, when you're eating together, you're looking at each other, you're talking about things and you're it's getting, getting real, into real, real fast. And, and part of that is, I mean, our life group, you know, we've been together for a year. We're getting into that, to that season now where it's like, we're getting into each other's stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's part of worship. Um, and that's why I'm excited about your sacred pathways as well, by okay, the way. Yeah. We have that event coming up February 12th. It's a Saturday and um, it is um, about the ways we connect with God. Yeah. And, and, the way we individually connect with God, but but the thing I'm excited about the the most is the way that others connect with God. Right. Does that we make all sense? Connect differently. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. as we get together as a as people, we can begin to have that conversation, um, and say, oh, I didn't know uh, John, you know, your yeah. husband. Like for me, like I didn't know that you connect that way. That's right. very helpful for me to know, you know, yeah. as your friend, and yeah. uh, and you need to create that space to connect to God that way. Like, yeah. you know, one of the pathways that I found pretty fascinating was called the activist pathway. And it um, is a person who feels like they're connecting with God the most or the most naturally for them is when they were fighting uh, for injustices mm -hmm. and social causes and um, in the name of the Lord. Yeah. Right. And um, and I thought that was fascinating because I I. I actually am not drawn to that pathway yeah. at all in the way that they explained it, especially in like really a public setting. Yeah. Like, like you're, you're leading maybe your community in, in starting causes and, and such. And I thought, okay, I'm trying to think of people in my life that I know that are doing that. And I'm like, okay, well maybe that's, that's, that is their way that they connect with the Lord the most and are serving the Lord. And so anyway, um, it, you, it's interesting when you find out the other ones yeah. that are not you. Yeah. And, and then also it feels really good when you read about the, the, learn about the pathway that you have. You're like, okay, well, that kind of gives you permission to lean into it more. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So the last thing we're going to have for today, and it's going to be real quick, is our little wisdom segment. Yes. And okay, it's going to be super quick, and this is mostly for the ladies. It's Proverbs 31 because today is the 31st of January, last day of the of the month in January. And this has been one of my favorite passages. We're not even going to read it. I'm going to challenge you ladies to read um, Proverbs 31 today, go through it and identify some verses that you feel like, boom, I'm, I'm nailing that. Okay. Hmm. Granted, it's an entirely different setting. The work that she does is different. Um, I mean, it's just different, but you can, you can get the gist of some of the verses, um, what, what this Proverbs 31 woman is doing and how she's behaving and, and what she puts her hope in and, and all these things. And so go through ladies and figure out like, okay, I'm really nailing that one. And then your challenge is just to find a verse where you're like, okay, I, I want to 
well, hey, if your goal is to be like the Proverbs 31 woman, I mean, I, that's one of my goals, right? Um, and it's going to be a lifelong goal. Go through and find that verse that you really want to lean into and just say, hey, Lord, help show me what this means. Yep. Um, how can I be more um, like this Proverbs 31 woman? So yeah. that's your challenge can, for today. Can I can I add one thing to that, though? Yeah. Uh, I, w- I want to challenge the men. Okay. I'm, I'm dead serious. To, to read over that and to speak life into oh, that's good. into the women in your life as well yeah, because I think good. it's I think it's one of those things where um, I mean I'm just reading this and I mean obviously my it was my wife's birthday this week yeah weekend and we yeah. talked about it but like yeah um, birthday, speaking Meg. life into people is so important yeah um, and, and so, your wife absolutely is nailing the doing pretty good at the Proverbs 31 woman uh, goal. She is. She's a fantastic lady. Yeah, she, she, we're, we're blessed to have Meg in our lives, yeah. both at Redeem and me personally. And the kiddos, so. yep. Okay, guys, so thanks for tuning in um, to our podcast this week. It's been good. It's been fun for us to get back into it next week. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Can I just say one, one thing? Oh, yeah. We, we talked about this, and I, I feel like I should have talked about it earlier, but I used this word in my last sermon called malaise, and man, oh, yeah. it's been hitting people like, like I've had people texting me. It's like, it's just this cloud and this un, unidentified um, kind of blah that people are feeling. Yeah. Um, and the Lord really downloaded on, on me. And so um, I, I just want to challenge anybody that's feeling that. Yeah. I really do. It's not even redeemed church. I, like get into corporate worship. If you feel comfortable, I know some people still can't because yeah. of the pandemic and I, and I don't want to press too hard on that. Yeah. But if you need, you need corporate worship in your life. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I, I think we, we, we didn't even go too far down that road. Um, right. But if you're feeling that blah, um, this is a time to be in community. Right. That's so. good. That's good. Well, we'll say a quick prayer for our community. God, just help us with the malaise that we're feeling and at, um, at this time. And I just uh, lead us into community, lead us um, to have a desire to fellowship with others, God. And because we know um, that you meet us there in those places and that you have something to provide for us. And also just the, the, the your Holy Spirit just brings um, feelings of, of peace and joy and love. So we thank you for that and what you provide. And we just thank you so much for the community that you've placed us in. In your name, amen. Amen, amen. All right. Yeah, but you close us out this time since I started too early. Oh, no, this is great. I, uh, I'm excited about this podcast and yeah. we're going to come back next week with I don't know. We got somebody. Drop fives dropping later this week. So yep. Our... Oh, John, my husband John's gonna do the drop five. Awesome. Our goal is just to connect with you all throughout the week as much as we can yeah. and add. Uh, not just like we don't want to just like add content into your life. We want to help you connect as a body to yeah. where we're going. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Good. We'll see you next week. Much love. Be blessed. <laughs>